You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. I meet great people who introduce me to other great people, and today you're going to experience just that. You ever thought to yourself, this myofunctional therapy thing might be a great value add to my practice, but I don't know how I would make that work. Well, today I bring on a great guest who's a great friend of another friend. Dr. Steve Carsonson said, you got you to interview Carice Laguerre. And so today I do interview her, and you're going to listen to that in a minute. And she shares the concept of oral wellness to overall wellness. And it's a good one. You have to listen to this. I hope you enjoy it. And we'll see you soon. Hey, guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. You ever thought to yourself, you know what, I got to learn more about myofunctional therapists. I can't find myofunctional therapists. I'm struggling with how to put this component in my practice. Have you ever said that? Well, we're here to help you today with somebody I'm meeting for the very first time who I think you're going to really enjoy this. And today we're going to be talking with Carice Laguerre, right? And we're going to be talking about oral wellness to overall wellness and why this is such an important component of your practice. Carice, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I am too. And you know how this world works. You experience this too. You meet great people like Dr. Steve Carstensen, and they introduce you to other great people. And so that's how we got connected today. And uh, I want to start here because we have so many young listeners. Let's, I always want to do a little bio. I want people to know who they're listening to uh, before we get started. So tell us a a little bit about you. Thank you so much. And shout out to Steve, like you said, great connections. That's what I love about this industry. It's so many great connections. I am a registered dental hygienist by original licensure. However, I don't practice clinically anymore. I do myofunctional therapy, which we'll dive into a lot more. I am a proud resident of the state of Florida, but I am not from Florida. I am a Jersey girl, important distinction to make. I know everybody makes that face, but it is an important distinction to make. Um, I am a mother of four. 
and a wife of one. And I am super passionate about all things oral health, wellness, sleep, and just amplifying as many people and their lives and helping them live and function on full. Yeah, this is so cool. So let's talk about the why before we get into the how, because you've created a whole business around this. And ta- I always love to start here, like the why, what's, what's the why? Why is this so important in the dialogue of education right now in dentistry? Yeah, I, it's a passion thing for me at this point. Um, it's important for a lot of different reasons, but I'll give you a little background as to my story and how I got into it. And it really all starts with my beautiful four children. And I feel like as parents, we all tend to have like the highlight reels that we present when people are asking us, hey, how's everything? It's like, oh, everything's great. This one's in soccer, this one's in dance, on a roll here. But there's all these other underlying things that a lot of us are going through because it's very common that might not be as vocalized when we are having discussions about how everything's going. So in my home, that was my son who had difficulty focusing in school. He had a lot of behavioral and impulse control issues, and he was just really struggling to get through in school and just in life, socially and educational struggles abound. My oldest daughter had every sleep issue under the sun, you name it, for 10 years straight every night we were guaranteed bedwetting and some association of something else. So whether it was a night terror with blood curdling screams, whether it was, you know, hearing all these sounds downstairs and we don't understand how she got down there, but she was sleepwalking. I mean, you name it, we went through the gamut of every sort of parasomnia that you could have, she had. Then my youngest two, they were on this flood of antibiotics because it was always sore throat, throat infection, ear infection, congestion. I mean, we could not have had more catch-all of all the commonalities of things that go on with children than we had in my home. And it was a beautiful pediatric dentist that actually wound up shining the light for me that a lot of this was all related to how they were using their oral facial muscles like that put me down into the hole and i dove deep in that rabbit hole of myofunctional therapy and how oral function really does disrupt craniofacial growth cognitive development a lot of what's going on with our sleep is impacted by our breathing i mean and a lot of this stuff yes i caught it when my children were younger But if it's not addressed, why is it so important just to get back to answering that question is because all of this stuff, it compounds, it doesn't self-resolve. It's not that typical answer that's given by the pediatrician where they'll grow out of it. It actually just compounds into different issues. And we wind up with adults that have obstructive sleep apnea or that have TMD that is very difficult and painful for them. And they're in their young 20s. You're like, what's going on? We wind up with all these various issues that wind up compounding as they get older. And so it's incredibly important to catch everything early, but if they're not caught early, it's important to start resolving it because as you get older, it's going to turn into a numerous number of things that we not want to see in our dental chair. Yeah, I totally agree. And so a couple of things, just as a parent, I'm also a father of four um, and nothing is worse than not knowing when something is wrong with your child. You, So when you think about that as a dental care provider, you know, that's one thing is we're in a position to be able to help people more than ever. Number two, I don't know if there's anybody better positioned to help 
diagnose some of these things or at least start the process of asking the right questions. And so this is a wonderful opportunity if you're in the dental profession and you're looking for a way to better help people because this isn't going away, don't you think, Therese? No, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, so it's it's a it's it's almost frightening when you look at the st- statistics. Now, I want to I also want to ask you to define myofunctional therapy because again, we start this dialogue. I assume everybody knows what that means and how it integrates with the dental practice. But maybe we should start there. Absolutely. So myofunctional therapy, I like to compare it to personal training. So I say that it's personal training of all the muscles below the eyes, but above the shoulders. So we work with that wonderful oral facial and some of the oral pharyngeal muscles to really help eliminate dysfunction that might be happening there. So for a lot of our patients, that might be asymmetry, that might be overdevelopment of certain muscles, that might be underdevelopment of certain muscles. But essentially, we're going to be getting to the root of what's going on, why is there dysfunction, and then making those changes that are going to help. That way we establish habituation of proper muscular function and proper oral rest posture, which I think not enough people talk about, (laughs) especially in dentistry. There is a way for everything to sit at rest. Our tongue at rest should be lightly suctioned up against the roof of the mouth from the incisive papilla, that tongue, all the way back to the soft palate, just a very light suction. It's not an suction hold. Our teeth should be slightly apart, about two to three millimeters of freeway space, and our lips should be closed and we should have predominant nasal breathing. That's actually the way that we should be most of the day when we're not eating or speaking. Yeah, it's shocking. No one has ever taught us oral rest posture, nor where how we should be breathing. You know, I don't think we, I, I don't, it's, it's just so fundamental. And so as we embrace these conversations, I, I think, well, everybody knows this, but no, we don't know this, right? And, and as you educate patients, how many of them know any of this? A very small amount, a very small amount. And everybody is always asking, well, how come nobody's ever said this to me before? And my response is, well, honestly, nobody said it to me when I was in school. This is stuff that, you know, you really have to take a proactive charge on and learn. And and that's where I've really dived in deep is to get all that postgraduate education that I could in all of this stuff so that I can learn and amplify as many lives as possible. Yeah. So let's go, let's go even further on that. I mean, the tongue placement in the mouth is a very important piece of the overall wellness of someone. And then, I mean, we can get into palate and all of those things, but when you think about it as a dentist, you know, if the palate isn't the right place, people don't know where to put their tongue. Tell me about the battle between tongue and teeth long-term. Who's going to win that one if we don't know where to put the tongue? Always the tongue and the tongue. I mean, we know that our teeth are kind of somewhat always in constant motion or can be in motion because the periodontial ligaments, they take certain force and all the forces of occlusion and so forth, right? So our teeth are in motion. But that tongue and the force that it applies on the teeth creates an impact as to where those teeth are sitting in the oral cavity. So when you have your tongue lightly suctioned up against the roof of the mouth, 
that palate is going to take those soft tissue pressures and forces and it's going to grow and expand, right? When we have that tongue sitting down, kind of floating in the middle of the mouth, well, now we have all of those pressures that would have been on the palate against the teeth. And so that's gonna alter the way the teeth are. So sometimes it might be more where you have a class two with a very prominent overjet, or it might be an open bite where the tongue is just created its own space to rest in between those teeth. Or then you have that tongue that might be lying down low and resting along that mandible. And that's going to really apply those same pressures outward on that mandible. And so that's where we get some of our class three form and development. And so it's always going to be the tongue. It's always going to be the tongue. The tongue will win, but it's the counter forces between the tongue and the lips and having everything be balanced. And that's where your myofunctional therapy comes in that really helps to retain those positions that way that we're not constantly in this battle of shifting. Yeah. And we can go down a rabbit hole here. I love this conversation because patients are going to be living longer. So no matter what kind of dentistry you do, there are going to be, we're going to be managing forces, managing forces, teeth on teeth, tongue on teeth, all of those things. So I think it's really great when you're invested in the long-term oral health of a patient. But let me ask you one question. Let's say I'm a GP, listen to this. Carice. And I'm like, why would I care about myofunctional? Help me understand how important myofunctional therapy is if I'm just a restorative dentist. Maybe just go there, too. Oh, my. Well, first of all, there is nobody more primed and prepped for it than a GP, because honestly, we are the only people really looking at the upper respiratory system in the same way that there would be any other uh, competitive space. So let's talk about medical. Nobody's looking in that area the way that we are. When we ask our patients to open up, we have a direct view, hopefully, into their oral pharynx. If we cannot see their oral pharynx, if that soft palate's low, you can't see that uvula, that tongue's up in a defensive posture, that's already, boom, you found somebody who has an airway issue. When they open and you can't see their oral pharynx, you know there's something going on. If you look at their palate, you're at the floor of their nasal cavity because the roof of the mouth is the floor of the nose. And so if you see a vaulted palate, if you see a narrow palate, what does that mean for the state of their nose? Well, that's going to be constricted space there, right? So already now you as a GP looking at only two areas, can you see their throat? Can you you know, visualize a nice, healthy, wide palate? If no, that's that's two strikes. Your third strike could be just looking at the mandible. Is the mandible recessed? The mandible is the anterior and lateral borders of the upper respiratory tract. So if their mandible is recessed, what does that mean about their airway? I mean, already you can just take a glance and you can get a good view of what might be going on with your patient in front of you. So there's nobody more primed. That's the number one reason why you should care because you can make a big difference just at a one little glance. But two, dentistry as a whole, it's just been a little bit behind the ball. We know that there is this great shift and movement now between the millennials going into the Gen Zers where health and wellness is the biggest thing, right? I mean, it only takes one thing to really make and distinguish something, a company from another one. So whether that be, you know, we go back to Netflix, 
making that one little shift to start streaming things. And suddenly now they've taken down Blockbuster, who's been in that competitive space for so long, or you take something a little more common, like Thermos, the company Thermos, which is sad for Thermos from 1904 when Thermos started out. Now we call everything a Thermos, but Thermos is a company, not necessarily what the product is, right? The right. vacuum flask. But then we have Stanley, who Stanley Cup. Now, Stanley has been around equally as long as Thermos, but has now taken up almost most of that space where they got 65% of the consumer market with only one little small change. It fits in a cup holder. Things are evolving. We are evolving as people. And if we're not evolving in dentistry to start servicing our patients at a higher level, to start providing more dynamic surfaces, to start being able to give them um, these things that they're looking for, holistic solutions, more options, we can help them in different ways that help to, one, build trust because 60 to 70% of people, it has been researched, 60 to 70% of people um, do base trust as the main factor why they stay with a dentist. That's going to be a big thing that can help build trust. You're able to look at their airway and you can tell them something that's going on. These are the things that help you to stand out, grow your practice to help to maintain your patient base. That way you don't have to worry about any sort of marketing. Your marketing is actually your patients going out and spreading the word within your community that, oh my gosh, the doctor is offering us so much more than just scraping our teeth or just filling our teeth. Right. I completely agree. You know, and you're, you're speaking my jam now, too, because if you're listening, there are people that fix teeth and there are people that change lives. It's not the same business. And a lot of us are looking for ways that we can differentiate ourselves above and beyond what insurances can pay and why people would come to you and building more trust. This is just another way to be more valuable to patients more than ever. Um, and Chris, let me ask you this one. I hear this one all the time, but you don't understand my area. I could never, I can't find a myofunctional therapist. People don't even know what that is. Like, let's speak to that. Oh man. So there are, yes, not enough myofunctional therapists, right? But there's so many different things that we can do about that to help to resolve that issue. One, it can be just as simple as referring out to someone who sees people through teletherapy. Teletherapy is a phenomenal way to still address a lot of the issues without having to be in person with patients. And there are dozens upon dozens of myofunctional therapists who see people through teletherapy and telehealth services. You can also elevate a member of your staff. So a member of your staff, like your registered dental hygienist on staff would be able to go and get training. And then you can provide that as an in-office service. That is a beautiful way to now, not only you're screening in office, but you can help to treat in office. Amazing. Or you can use a service that does have the ability to provide you with teletherapy services for your patients in a sort of membership format. And there's this wonderful company, Spur Dental Wellness, that does that, that offers that as an option. So it doesn't have to be, if there's not one in my community, I can't see or I can't help with any of these issues. It can be any number of ways that you can help your patients just by you know, making a quick referral out 
resourcing someone from your own team and helping them to maybe grow in their career in a different way that they may have been looking to, that would help you with your staff retention or implementing a system that's going to kind of do it for you. Yeah. You mentioned telehealth. Can you explain how does that work? If I, if I, if I integrate telehealth with myofunctional therapy into my practice, how does it work? Absolutely. So one of the beautiful things about myofunctional therapy is that if I go back to that correlation that I made earlier with it being like personal training, it is very much where we're working on muscles, we have to get muscular strength and engagement. So we do that through exercises and activities. So these exercises and activities are very much instruction based. So it's not as much like tactile, like physical manipulation that we have to do. It's very more visual cues and verbal cues to help patients do these instructions uh, for these exercises. And so that's going to be where a patient, as long as they have internet access and a web camera and they're able to actually meet with the therapist virtually, they'll be able to get and achieve all the same results as somebody who's working in person because it's an instruction-based therapy. So they would be doing these exercises and performing them with the therapist. And then at home, in between sessions, they're doing two to three times a day, they're reviewing these exercises so that they can master them and gain that strength and awareness of those muscles. That's so great. That's so great. And um, overall, I mean, it's pretty easy for patients to participate virtually. You know, I think that's one of the things we overthink things and we we kill ideas before we even start them. But if I'm a, if I'm a dentist listening, like my patients would never do that. What would you say? Your patients would not only do it, they would love to do it. So what we find more often than not is that it's really about how you explain these things. A lot of these problems that patients are having, they want a resolution for. They just don't understand that the dentist has a resolution for it. So like I mentioned with my my children and the various issues we had with, let's just take one of my children with the sleep. Breathing is very much attached to regulating your sleep cycles and regulating what happens between whether you get restorative sleep or something that I like to call just restful sleep, right? Breathing, we know, is foundational for a lot of what it is that we have to do just in life. We can go for weeks without food, for days without water, but not many of us, if any of us, can live for any more than just a few minutes without air. So we need to breathe. And so that's going to be the body's main priority. So when people are sleeping, if we're not breathing properly, so we've got open mouth, we might have uh, sleep breathing disorders, we might have sleep apnea that is disrupting our breathing. Well, now the body's got to prioritize that. We can't do all those restorative functions that we would, whether it be cognitively where we're inputting memory or with the immune system, with cell rejuvenation. We can't do any of that stuff if the body can't breathe. The body's main objective, keep person alive. That's it. That's all it's got to do. And so your sleep would be changed into that. Just working with a myofunctional therapist for your patients who are like, oh, I'm struggling so much with sleep. It doesn't have to be you bring in all of this equipment. You start to learn all of these these things so that you can work with oral appliances and devices. It can be as simple as having a myofunctional therapist that you can send your patients to. And that will help them with their sleep. Is it the end all be all? Absolutely not. But it's a step in the right direction that might help them get to a better place. And so that's 
that's the main reason why a lot of your patients will do it because if they understand that this is just a very simple step to improving something that they all are caring about. Everybody cares about their sleep, right? We spend thousands on mattresses and pillows. I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar industry sleep. If they can get from their dental office a better night of sleep from doing some exercises with the myofunctional therapist, you betcha they're very much going to jump at the chance to do that. Absolutely. You're creating a huge value add for your patients. The other thing is, if you're a dentist, you don't have the time or the energy sometimes to do this. I love the idea of growing a team member who could ultimately do that. But if you're not in a space where you have enough team members to support your existing practice, that might be a little bit of a temporary challenge. Um, So this becomes a a great value add. And then also, let's go back to the title and the oral wellness to overall wellness. I need you to bridge that gap even more so that we can, you know, really understand the importance of this. Absolutely. So we touched on sleep a little bit with that last answer there and how we know sleep is really paramount to a lot of our daily function and how you function today is a direct result of how you slept the night before. And so with myofunctional therapy, what we're really doing, yes, is we're establishing proper oral resting posture and eliminating oral dysfunction. But how does all of that impact anything else in the body? Well, let's start with the tongue and how the tongue moves and manipulates. We chew, we speak, and we swallow all in that oral cavity and the tongue is a big factor in a lot of those different um, functions. So the chewing, the eating, the swallowing. When the tongue is not operating correctly during one of those, you get speech problems or implications in your ability to really enunciate and articulate well. Then you might have problems with digestion. We know digestion starts in the mouth and salivary enzymes are cued by certain things. We might not be able to digest in the same way. If you're swallowing incorrectly, you could be swallowing too much air. That leads to a lot of issues, whether it be with uh Passive reflux, GERD, or whether it be with just aerophasia or general indigestion, we find that a lot of that is very much related to oral function. It could be as simple as the tongue not resting up against the roof of your mouth, creating a lot of issues with you not being able to access your autonomic nervous system. So when you can't access your autonomic nervous system and you can't regulate between that rest and digest, that fight or flight, and you wind up in high sympathetic tone, so you're very much in that flight or flight all the time, that is detrimental to your ability to really function throughout the day. So that's going to be a a big factor that we see there too with that neurological component. A lot of our breathing and our respiration is the powerhouse for a lot of other areas of our body. So not just the cognitive, but also the heart. We find that a lot of heart issues wind up being a direct result of improper breathing and respiration at night. So when the body's not breathing appropriately, your heart rate is going to change. The level at which it can pump the blood throughout the body is going to change. You're going to create these negative impacts that can make you more likely to have a cardiac event, more likely to experience a stroke, more likely to increase the likelihood that you will have cardiac and cardiovascular issues like high blood pressure that you'll be on medication for a long term. So 
we are looking at a wealth, a global wealth of issues between sleep and cardiovascular and our cognitive and neurological health and our gastroenterologic health as well. Yeah, Chris, I feel like I'm just getting healthier by listening to you because I'm trying to sit up straight. I'm actually paying attention to my oral respiration and how I'm breathing through my nose. So I, and I say that only because being aware of it, if you're a patient, is the first step. And this is an awesome opportunity. I don't think anybody's better positioned in the future than the dental profession to help the world get healthier. I think what you're doing is an amazing service and uh, value add to not only the profession, but to patients. And I want you to talk about what specifically you do. If I'm listening, how do I learn learn more about what you're doing? But Chris, give, give us some final thoughts on this bridge between oral wellness and overall health. Absolutely. There is nobody, final thought, nobody more primed and prepped than a dental professional to really be in there and to be assessing and screening for all of the issues that could result uh, from having improper oral rest posture and or just not having optimal airway space. And so I think it's incredibly important that we all start getting invested in our global patient, because I don't know about you, but I've never had a set of teeth come to my chair that have not been attached to a person. So I'm not going to overlook the rest of the person that has come in accompanying those teeth. And I don't think anybody else should either. If you're looking to get in touch with me, I have my myofunctional therapy practice, the Myo Spot. And if you're interested in telehealth or teletherapy services, uh, my practice does do that as well. It's themyospot.com. I'm sure we can put it in some show notes. And then I'm also um, the founder of Spur Dental Wellness, which is a phenomenal company that offers myofunctional therapy for patients in a more global scale. So your practice can have on staff, on demand, myofunctional therapy available for a very low membership rate. That way you can offer that as a value add to your patients and really differentiate yourself in the space. This is the time for change because all of our patients are into holistic, healthy wellness. And if there is a time to get into it, it is now. Amen. So well said. That was awesome. And we will absolutely put those in the show notes. So everything that we've discussed, that Carice and I have discussed during this podcast, you're going to see, if you're not taking notes, don't worry. It's what we do here. We take notes for you. You can flip up to the notes and Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever you're listening to, just flip up to the notes. You're going to see links to everything that we mentioned. I'm going to highly encourage you to check it out. Add that value to your patients, your practice. It'll make you feel better. You'll be changing lives instead of just fixing teeth. So, Carice, thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Oh, my gosh. The pleasure's all mine. I got to thank Steve Carsonson, too, because he hangs out with some cool people. That he does. (laughs) Awesome. Well, stick around while we say goodbye to everybody else. But thank you guys for listening to the best practices show podcast hey if you enjoyed today please do us a favor hit the share button i love what you guys are doing thank you so much keep sending us suggestions for things that you guys want to see or listen to on the podcast and until we see you next time or you hear from us next time keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show you guys enjoy your day so there you have it another great episode hope you guys enjoyed it hey And thank you for showing up 
I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.